You are listening to the Red Roots Podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I forgot to unmute my mic. Um, so first thing I want to say before we get started, listener, if you're listening, we're starting something new this week. We are video is it filming the podcast, and they will be on the YouTube channel, Red Roots, Red Roots, Red Roots Inc., something like that. The YouTube channel. You'll see the logo when you look for it, whatever it is. Um, so if you would like to, for whatever reason, watch us do the podcast instead of just listening to us do the podcast, then you can find it on there. Um, yeah. So do people do doing. that? Like, is that going to be any more entertaining than? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I do. Like, there's some different radio shows that I probably would not just listen to, but I watch it. Mm-hmm. It's it's just. I mean, you're watching people talk, so it's you get to see their interactions and their facial expressions. It's a it's a whole. It, it's completely different. You know, you see a way. You know, you see full communication or whatever. So you see body language and you hear their voice and stuff like that. So, but because there's a camera in here. You can fully expect Melinda to act different now. <laughs> Look, she already looked at the camera when I said that. She's looking at the camera. Well, here's what, you think. <laughs> what do you think about? <laughs> no, it's, I've always struggled with the camera. Like, now I want to make sure my posture is okay. Like, I told Simon I polished my shoes. And, like, I'm looking at the camera now yeah. <laughs> when I'm talking instead I said of you, you could, guys. I, the first, I said you can fully expect her. And then she goes. <laughs> like, like she's gonna talk to the people like it's just you know it's a way to document and just film us as we're doing it you can watch it and kind of see it like i said it adds another level to the communication factor so 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 when i'm talking i'm addressing you because i'm talking to yeah, you inside yeah. i don't have it's, to look it's at not the camera. preaching it's not a live <laughs> okay. stream preaching to you know your imaginary congregation it's just I mean. <laughs> exactly exactly anyways everybody good everybody healthy yes yep <laughs> Except for I can't smell anything. Yeah, well. What? Anyways, I'm not even. Gonna, that is a clear symptom. Can you taste that? I can taste my coffee. Yes. Well, we're, yeah, we're halfway. We're halfway there. Um, yeah. So here we <laughs> we're still in lockdown. I feel like I've been saying that for three months. It's because I have. Um, still in lockdown. Uh, be honest, things are pr- pretty bad here in our city where we live. I know a lot of people, you know, it's not bad here, it's not bad there, and whatever. I don't know. Some people think it's a hoax. Some people think it's this and that. It's not a hoax. Um, it may not be strong in your area, but that doesn't mean it's not. It's not a problem in other areas. In our areas, it's become problematic. Um, there's quite a few deaths happening now, and uh, it's a mess. There's not a lot of help at the hospitals, and they're actually. Um, there's another city that is offering to fly you if you test positive to fly you to their city for quarantine in, in a hotel there um and also if you have like where you need to be hospitalized or whatever they will fly you and, and take you to their hospital basically because here in trinidad everything's just falling apart so much all the doctors have gotten sick and some of them have died and the only uh urgent care uh urgent care icu the only icu uh, yeah anyways the only icu doctor um he um actually that was in the city. He actually quit. Um, they, and it, I mean, it makes him sound like a bad guy. But they he said they they were overworking him. He's the only guy. They weren't trying to bring anybody else in, and he didn't have respirators or ventilators or whatever they're called to to help people. So he just for the safety of his family and himself, and because he he felt like he wasn't helping at all and he was being abused. So I don't know. It's you can say it's a bad time to quit, but it doesn't really matter about that. The fact is that he quit, and there's no one. There. So 
lot of issues here, a lot of issues. Um, people that we know have uh, passed away from it. Um, yeah, so I don't just keep us in prayer. It, they, it's been declared a uh, state of emergency. Trinidad is actually in a state of emergency right now, um, asking for help internationally and nationally, just pretty much anyone who can and will um, asking for help because, yeah. So um, with that said, our quarantine ends next week, supposedly, or five days, actually, supposedly. Uh, I, it's a toss-up. I don't see, you know, I don't see how they can continue it, but I don't see how they can end it. You know what I mean? Like with everything the way it is, I don't see how they can end it, but I also they, they can't continue. People are broke. And people were broke when we started this, right? But it's like cute broke. Ha, ha, we don't have any money. Now it's like, you know. Um, not being able to eat and stuff like that. Um, so, I don't know. Actually, our church is going to, this these coming days, I, don't, I haven't told you guys yet, um, our church in these coming days, we're going to, for some different families in need, um, do what we can to try to get them some some supplies, some oil, chicken, you know, whatever, and buy them some stuff. And, and so, kind of give, just help the community in, in any way that we can. I did tell you that, actually. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's where we are with the whole situation. Again, I don't want to, yeah, anyways, I, I just don't want to keep going on and on about it's just there's nothing <laughs> just pray for us. That's all that's all we can do is pray at this time and and um yeah, just look for creative ways and stuff to uh be involved and to reach people and to serve people at this time. So speaking of creative ways, uh nice segue. Yeah, I feel like it was kind of <laughs> poor actually. Cause this is no good segue from talking <laughs> coronavirus to something else, you know. Yeah. Um but anyways, like <laughs> Creativity, what we want to talk about today is social media and missions, its effect, its usefulness, its um, uh, the fight and the resistance against it, it's just all these things. So um, social media and missions, and it's something that obviously we have, we have used um, and actually something that we find ourselves using way more now since the quarantine and all this started than we have ever used before. Mm. And um, so, yeah, I don't know. What are your social media and missions, good, bad? Let's start there, I guess. Is it a good thing, bad thing, both? Yeah, I think it's been one of those things that, as you said, we've everyone's kind of been thrown into it. So whether whether you liked it or not, it's kind of irrelevant now mm-hmm. because it's just what everyone's doing. It's what you kind of have to do. Um, and so I think yeah, it's one of those one of those situations where people are playing catch up. Especially a lot of the churches are playing catch up, um, frantically learning how to use different skills. Mm. Um, use different programs, different sites and media and whatnot um, and how how to best get their content out or their, their services or meet and things like that. Mm. And a lot of churches have found good ways um, to do it. It'll be interesting to see when when churches go back in however long time, whether social media then takes a decline again or whether yeah. the churches are able to keep it up or, um, or what. So it'll be interesting to see whether it's people are seeing this as like a, uh, a stop, like stop, pit stop solution mm-hmm. yeah, to yeah. this this situation that we're in we'll just use it now and then Band-Aid. when things go back we'll we'll abandon it again yeah or whether people are gonna you know say okay this could be a really useful tool if it's used right because mm. i think ultimately that's that's what it is right it's a really useful tool if you use it mm. if you use it right yeah absolutely and like and you're right i think a lot of people are using it as a using it as a band-aid mm. to you know just get through the times or whatever and then we'll go back to demonizing it like after, you know, yeah. um, but I, I think this virus has revealed a lot of things, just a, a reality of a lot of things. The reality of um, lack of health care in some areas, mm-hmm. the reality of we were talking last night, I think, about the reality of living in a third world country. 
you know, there's a lot of things that are different from where we live here and in, 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 you know, in the UK or United States. But like you get used to it and it's kind of like, oh, it's not that bad because it's not that bad. But then when something bad happens, then you feel the effects of like, the, like you see the real issues. Right. So now we're seeing the real issues of the, you know, the system is messed up and whatever. And so all these things are being revealed. But also what's being revealed is um, the language of social media that is the worldwide language now this is what people use that's what yeah. that's what that it whether again whether we like it or whether we don't like it that's what people are using and i think at this point now to be all in and dancing on tiktok and all this other stuff is one thing but like i think to go back to not just not using it after this i think it's foolish mm. because i think it's been refilled refilled nope it's been <laughs> revealed to all of us that um that oh this is what we sh- this is what this is where the world is. Again, like you said, whether you like it or not, this is where the world is. And this is what we need to be using. This is where people are at. Mm-hmm. We believe in missions. So we go to where people are and that people are online. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't mean that's all that you do. But I think at this point, it has to be at least a part of what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're in some remote village or something, it's a little bit different. But uh, if you're in any type of city or whatever, I think the time to resist has come to an end. And... It's kind of like, you know, in the States, we have Blockbuster Video. We had Blockbuster Video, and we had, you know, these different Toys R Us and stuff. And these people refused to innovate. And like all the stores in the mall, they refused to innovate, and they refused to reinvent themselves and, and to, um, to, for lack of a better word, keep up. And, they got, and they're, they're dying. All these businesses are dying and not existing anymore. And it's not because they're not trendy or cool. It's because they refuse to speak the language of, of, of the culture of a society. Mm-hmm. And I think the church a lot of times gets in the same position is we refuse to speak the language of a society because we've done it this way all the time. And we always, I'm never going to, ch- you know, whatever. And then uh, here comes coronavirus. Boom. And so now church is like, oh, to be completely honest, as far as online stuff, we're flourishing. Mm. But that's because we have people that have used social media before. You probably use it less than any of us, but yeah. you definitely know. You know what I mean? You know, like you're not like, how do I create an email account <laughs> with your two finger? You know, two. <laughs> you know, because we, we've had those questions. Yeah, yeah. And at this time, we like people. How do you create an email account? And it's like, to be honest, it's absurd. You know, like it's like, well, good grief! Like that's something we should have been doing, or. We should have known or whatever. And so, so far behind it, I feel like that's been revealed to us. We've been kind of like, it should should be a wake-up call to be like, oh, this is something that, you know, is a great tool for ministry and reaching people and discipling, whatever, um, encouraging people, you know, whatever the case may be. So we should use this going forward. And just seeing, like, really how useful it is. But there's some people that are going to spend this whole quarantine trying to figure out how to make an email address, you know. And so when we come out, there's something else on another side, the other extreme of it, right? Is people are going to get used to online church, online encouragement, online devos, and are going to not want to go back yeah. and and be a part of the body. And so, I, you, there's you know, there's obviously always a negative side to stuff and whatever. Well, I think that those people are probably people who were already looking for that excuse because yeah. oh, absolutely. that's existed no, absolutely. for a while, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, absolutely. I I can stay home and watch yeah. church, you know. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I think that'll frustrate a lot of leaders and pastors or mission, you know, whatever. Um, the case may be. Yeah. So yeah. What? Yeah. Go ahead. You uh, you said something that like um, going where where the people are, and isn't that like what what historically what Jesus did, what the disciples did? They went to the gates of the city, or they went to the center of town, or they went to the mountain. They went where people were gathering, right? Yeah. And and that's where they 
gave their message or, or taught their lesson because it's foolish to go under a tree where no one is and ever, there's a group of people over there. Like, who would do that? And I, I feel like that's, that's what we do as a church sometimes. We're like, oh, they need to come to, to us. us yeah. yeah. And so it, we're not doing that because that, those are things of the world. The worldly way of doing things is to go on social media. Um, and so we try to avoid the look of the appearance of evil. For some reason, it was a God. I don't know why we as Christians separate things as, oh, that is Christian music or this is a, a Christian way of doing things and this is the worldly way. But well, I mean, because some stuff is like, oh, I mean, there's extreme examples of that, right? Like, you know, well, yeah. For so, sure. but yes, but I mean, so that's some people, that's why they separate is because, you know, if a music full of curse words or whatever, then, you know, but I know what you're saying like, yeah, just m- making this really thick line when the line isn't, isn't as thick as, as we make it in some areas, right? Right, right. Like a Christian, this Christian cable to this microphone, you know what I mean? Like, or or your clothes, you know, like or yeah, those yeah. shoes. Why are you wearing Vans? Or you know, just yeah. very superficial yeah. things. Did, did you know that the rock star wears Vans, and rock stars worship Satan? Like, wait, making these brushing, sweeping statements about you know, just having a kind of a broken ideology. But it's a weird way to see the world, and it's kind of seeing the world as ugh. Like, I don't want to touch that. Instead of seeing it as like a broken place where we're meant to go, it has to be dark in order for you to notice a light. And so if we're called to be a light, I mean, we're called to go into these dark places, not by ourselves. That's that's the I think that's one. I mean, we're getting off here as usual. But that's one of the areas where we mess up. We mess up on is we like, oh, I'm going to be a light. And we go into the dark places by ourselves. But mm-hmm. collectively, as a body of Christ, we're supposed to be a bright light in the city and as the body of Christ we move and exist in these areas of darkness and and we shine we shine lights right Mm -hmm. and so so yeah so social media good it's a tool it's a good tool Mm -hmm. for sure so what are some ways that um well what are some ways that we're using that now I guess you can say to make it what are some ways that I guess that we're using it now that you weren't using it before I mean our Sunday devotionals are Mm. the obvious standout yeah, that's standout thing. I think um, now that I mean, if every week we change the format of how we film them, and we're adding in, <laughs> we're building things for yeah. them, and yeah. making it <laughs> making a three-minute yeah. video, yeah, yeah. seventeen hours worth of work. Absolutely, <laughs> it absolutely <laughs> is. It but, absolutely uh, is. But uh, each week, you know, I think <laughs> I joked with you the other day. I said the moment that we find our rhythm and get it sorted is when quarantine will end. Absolutely, <laughs> so we'll go back. Absolutely, um, but. Uh, yeah, you see the improvement each week in yeah. when we're doing it um, and the smoothness of it. And it is taking less and less time to record and get ready. Um, but I think they're really hitting the spot that people needed. I think, you know, there's plenty of stuff going out and there's like 20-minute sermons, 30-minute sermons, yeah. um, live streams of people's churches. And they're great. Um, but in our neighborhood, in our in mm-hmm. our city, in our congregation... People just don't have that much access to Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we've mentioned that before. People mm-hmm. have to buy their Wi-Fi. Um, and so having a 10-minute, 15-minute, 20-minute live stream sermon just uses so much yeah. so much data. And now you're asking people to pick, okay, you either need to buy food or you need to buy more data so you can watch our 30-minute live stream service. And send your offering. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I already sent it in when I bought that internet to watch this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so do it, just doing these two three-minute videos um, that, you know, they're still sending out. Um, an important message they're still going to the point um they're still what people need to hear uh we've had really good uh, reaction off them and good feedback and yeah. just good interaction with them yeah i think um this we made a goal this year that we want to re- kind of um what is it redeem or restore our reputation as mm. a church 
So there's there's on de- several several different levels, and just being honest here, our church had a bad reputation in the community of churches here. Um, don't go into details, but we just had a bad reputation. Not nothing sinful or anything. Just you know, not active and I, you know just kind of slothful and that type of thinking or whatever. Um, that's kind of the laughing stock more or less. Um, this year we wanted to restore our reputation in that and kind of rebuild our reputation, but also the church in general in Trinidad um, has a bad reputation in the community as of being kind of distant and uninvolved and dismissive, you know, a lot of things. And so um, on those two levels, we wanted to be able to kind of restore our reputation. And we had goals this year. We were going to do different things in the community and kind of start like the first steps towards community development projects and stuff like that. We were excited and whatever. And then this happens and it feels like it, you know, it all fell apart. But honestly, like you said, us having to use social media has actually, um, I feel like fast-tracked us restoring our reputation um, among churches and among in, in the community. So you, yeah. there's people that are Christians and non-Christians alike that now are like sharing and loving our videos and like, you know, responding yeah. or whatever um, based just because it's a new face. Right. And so we're doing these three, three to five minute videos, yeah. two to five minute videos. But it, it's interesting because we're able to write all this stuff. So we're, we're like jam packing them with like these doctrinal ideas and thoughts. But because we're in Catholic world, and we're also in like, you know, where everybody just preaches whatever the heck they want to preach. And so we were able to carefully craft these vid- these three minute videos jam packed with like deep theological ideas that that point us all to Jesus, you know. And so through that, we've been able to really start to rebuild our reputation. Mm-hmm. Among, there's like, uh, you know, there's there's some people that for, they not literally, but would basically laugh at our church before. And now they're sharing our videos and stuff. And, you know, and, and there's other people that were mad at the church or whatever. And now they're, you know, consistently following and sharing the videos and, you know, responding and interacting. So it's been really cool to see how God has taken um, our plans that we thought like were the way to do it. And because that's what we plan to do. Right. And not made them. But like when it looks like that wasn't going to work, he, re- he brought up another way for us to be able to really um, to do what we one of the things at least that we wanted to accomplish this year. And it's not to be all end all by any means, but it is a surprising result of these videos is you didn't mm. think it would have that effect, but it has, they've have had that effect in the community and just of people, the way they look at us and the way they see us as a church and stuff. And cause we should be, um, like I said, light in the darkness, not darker in the darkness. You know, mm. we should be somebody that people at least respected, even if you don't agree, they should be respected. And I think we've been able to do that through our use of social media recently, mm. which is very interesting. That wasn't, part of the plan the plan initially was i mean we didn't know we were going to be out of church for we thought it was going to be like three or four weeks yeah, yeah. and we like so yeah you know the first week we came in here we put fans up because we didn't have fans in the children's we haven't used them once because <laughs> obviously we haven't been back and so we were like i mean i think two weeks passed we didn't have service and then we we're like man it seems like it's going to be for a little bit longer so maybe we should just do some type of uh devo or something that the people can see and um, so it kind of started like that. And so the goal was never like, okay, we're going to use this to restore reputation. Mm-hmm. But we just we're trying to be faithful yeah. to the people and trying to love people as well. They're, they're and respect their financial condition, knowing that they can't afford to buy Internet. So we don't want to use all their Internet for the week mm-hmm. on watching the video. Just trying to do that. And God took that little bit that we're doing. It and, and you can see it's multiplying it and definitely challenging, you know, different um, different people and stuff. And it's obviously, you know, God and not us. I mean, it's very obvious in this, but um, it's been really cool to see, like, you know, something that we didn't do before, and we were kind of, we wanted it to do in the future, but we were forced to do it earlier, and something to be able to bear fruit like that and produce, 
again, accomplish things that God had put on our heart um, last year, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to do in, in, a, in a time when we're not supposed to be able to accomplish anything, you know? Yeah, I was um, learn, just trying to learn about social media and how to effectively use it as a tool. Um, since, like, before all of this, I was, I was pretty much the only one, like, posting on our church's page, and it wasn't, I wasn't using it, like, like we could have, like, efficiently, you know, but, um, and, and even you, we, we were watching a video of Pro Church Tools, and they have a lot of um, really helpful uh, tips and advice for churches that, that want to increase their online presence. And one of, one of the things that they encourage us to do is not to um, promote your ministry, but to do ministry mm-hmm. online and just saying, and, and I love that, like kind of use it as a measuring stick um, that um, your, anything you post online should, should try to start a conversation and provoke spiritual practices. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the measuring stick for that I've been viewing it, like the lens I've been viewing is that these videos and, and whatever we've been recently posting has been starting conversations, you know, uh, among people and, and even, even among us, you know, and, yeah. and hopefully among other people, but most importantly, it's not just so that we could get a like, it's not so that our church will be grow from little church unknown to, mm. to a popular church or, or even a cool church, but that people will start to see that it is not as difficult as we've, as a church made it look to practice pr- sp- spiritual living, you know, how to practice holiness and, and to love God and to love your neighbor. It's not that difficult, you know. So so in these two to five minute videos, you know, I love that that they're actually teaching taking place. It's not an entertainment factor, mm-hmm. you know. Even though it is entertaining to watch you. I mean oh. well there's zero I mean it's zero entertainment. I'm sitting in a chair like, just, like there's no entertainment factor at all. It's just the, the things around it maybe are entertaining, like the cover pictures. Which is interesting because when we start, ever since you started on the cover pictures, just taking the extra step. So we take a picture and we put it on the, like a picture of me before or doing it or whatever, and we'll put it on the, as a cover photo for the video. So when you go past, you see that picture and it kind of tell, has the title and has me on there, which is weird anyways. But, but like having that has made it, like more people click it and want to see it and whatever, which has been very interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, if you study any kind of any kind of marketing or branding yeah. for online, they they just like one on one. They teach you put your face, even though you don't want to. I mean, well, yeah. you know that you don't want your face on the on yeah. the stuff, but but it, you're not gonna spend all week preparing a message, editing, recording, fixing the lighting, so no one will watch it. You want yeah, people to click absolutely. it and listen to the message. That's yeah. the goal. Yeah, you know, so. it's just excellence on our part. You know, just doing if we're able to do something well, then we want to do it well. You know, and um, so yeah, that's the that's the thing. I think. Now we just had a meeting th- this week or last last week it last was, week. so we just had a meeting last week with uh, the four of us. There are four of us in here. It's me, Simon, Linda, and then Rudy's in here as well. He obviously doesn't talk because he doesn't <laughs> speak English, but um, yeah, we had a meeting about um, okay. So this is long run, kind of coming to that because we've been doing stuff. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, how can we be more intentional about just kind of building on our use of social media and like you said, not using it just to promote our ministry, come to our church, but using it to do ministry to kind of challenge people's way of thinking and challenge. Um, you know, for for the glory of God, obviously, and towards the gospel, and challenge people and their beliefs and what they and the way they live, and, and challenge non-believers too and their perceptions and and uh, prejudices of of church and Christians and stuff like right. that. And so we had that meeting, and all of a sudden, like we got so much stuff to do. But it's it's awesome. It's exciting. Like we we do the so we do the Sunday videos. Mm-hmm. It's like a short devo, like Simon was saying, three minutes. Um, then we do like a it's like a podcast. Um, 
And this week's just has a lot of camera angles. <laughs> just trying to do Can't stuff. Wait. And it's probably too many camera angles, but whatever. We're going to use them because we <laughs> And so that'll actually come out tomorrow. Um, but it's like 30 minutes, I think. I mean, it's a, we, we just had a long chat about... And we chat about... On that, we chat about um, secondary issues mostly. Um, you know, I think the devotions and Sunday stuff is, is primary issues. Jesus, who, you know, but these chats are things that we probably won't talk about much on Sundays. But, you know, they're bigger conversations that happen and have different. Um, I can't remember what we talked about this time. Uh, what is the church? Why do people go to church? Oh, yeah, yeah. Why, yeah. why do we go to church and stuff like that? And what's the importance of going to church and stuff? So we had that conversation. And um, the first one we talked about... Um, Walking in faith or fear or wisdom or foolishness. In this time, it's a very important canceling service, not canceling services, continuing, not continuing. And obviously, there's no one answer for everybody. But we just kind of approached it with and talked about from our perspective. And so those are Wednesday, Wednesday videos. We have a TikTok account now um, next week. Are we yeah, doing? I think so. so ne- yeah. So next week, we're yeah, that's right. Next week, we're going to start... Um, putting videos on there. There's a lot of young people in our area, a lot of young people to come to church and young people are on TikTok. So can't go to their houses. So we'll go to TikTok. I think we have like 20 some TikTok videos already ready to. Yeah. We want to be ahead because otherwise we're going to be on the dancing and stuff like (laughs) uh, what else we put up today. And you have to be consistent with TikTok. You can't just put something up once a week and expect, you know, people to see it. It's just algorithms are different. Anyways, so we're doing the TikTok things. Instagram, we already, we have an Instagram as well. We're doing the videos on Instagram, but we're going to do content for that. We're going to interactive content for all these things. We're also, um, we're trying to get away for people to think of creative ways for people to get into the word and kind of like, just kind of get in a habit or something of, of way, whatever way we can to get them to get into the word. And, you know, we had some conversations and we have seen some things done, but um, not in the, it doesn't exist in Spanish in the way we want it. So we're doing like, um, it's not an audio Bible, but it is an audio Bible, but it's not like, it's literally audio. (laughs) But we're doing like just different readings. And so we're going to have different people from uh, the church read a book. So we're starting with Philippians because right before all this ended, we were talking about unity in the body and stuff like that. And Philippians obviously talking about that. So Rudy's going to read that. So we'll do it chapter by chapter. So Philippians one, that'll be one video i mean but it's just going to be audio and we'll just put a cover on it and you can listen to it on youtube or we can send you the audio or whatever and then philippians 2 3 4 rudy will do all those and i'll have music behind him as he's reading it um kind of like lo-fi music you may not know what that is but it's like a kind of a low-key hip-hop study type music or whatever um and so we'll do that and we have a couple of those planned and so the, the beginning will be an introductory thing to the book so we're doing like it, it is an audio bible but it's a long long-term project you know because it's not going to be like oh we're going to be done in three months audio bible no it's going to be a lot longer than that but just to get people listening to and and in the you know in the word and like listening to philippians one while you're washing dishes and in a in a kind of engaging entertaining way too absolutely not in a way that's going to put you to sleep because it's so calming and like oh yeah yeah And, and some people will say well it's not the same audio bible reading it well that's that's maybe true. It's not the same, but the way these these letters were written, they were written to the church in the area, and so the letter would get there, and a person would take this letter and they would read it to the congregation. Sorry, I must hit you in the face. Um, sorry, I must hit you. <laughs> and so they would read it to the congregation, and so and again, I'm not saying reading your Bible is wrong, but I'm saying this is how it was originally read as well. So we can't knock that and say it's bad because it's something new, which is kind of the center of this whole conversation. 
And so as you're washing dishes or as you're sitting on the couch or as a family, you can sit, hey, guys, we're going to listen to Philippians 2 tonight. We listened to Philippians 1 yesterday. We're going to listen to Philippians 2, and we're going to have a conversation about different things. And then we're going to text your mom via WhatsApp and ask him a bunch of questions, <laughs> which is fine. That's what, that's what we want, right? It's like, and so yeah, we're, do, we're doing a bunch of stuff with, the, with, with all kinds of we – we're using the little, the little recording booth or whatever. It's not a recording booth. It's a, <laughs> it what, is now. <laughs> yeah, it is now. Stolen it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not being used. So we got this little booth the, the hospital has, and they're letting us use it. And so it's like soundproof, whatever. And so doing that, um, Melinda's doing some singing covers and uh, worship stuff. So just so, again, so you can have worship in your home and um, just be able to, you know, be able to worship along with the same people that you worship along with regularly on Sundays. And just really having a victor's mentality instead of a defeatist mentality. Oh, we can't have service. Okay, we, we've gone through that, right? We've gone through, we had so many plans for 2020. We've gone through that. But what can we do? And really looking at that, it's, it is not the same as meeting together. I'll, I'll, that's just the truth. But we can't meet together, so why are we going to continue to beat that dead horse? When we can, what can we do to reach people in this time? And so we have all these things that we want to do and that we're doing, actually. So super exciting time, super busy time. Simon's been working on a lot of, uh, like, some different of who the disciples were for TikTok. One minute is what you got on TikTok. <laughs> so trying to figure out ways to, like, get this you know get this message to people who are on tiktok in our in our area other people can hear it but it's specifically for people you know in our area that we know aren't reading their bibles and don't know much about the bible and stuff and instagram content 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 we've basically literally turned into a media company at least for now and then we'll probably continue with all this media after but um so it's been exciting it's a great tool for us to be able to use and stuff um i think i, I don't i know that everybody doesn't have the capabilities um, to be able to do all this stuff, but and again, I understand people. Everyone's not going to be on TikTok and whatever. But man, I think there again, it's just being revealed in this time that these are tools, and it's not just tools for quarantine. Kind of like you were saying, these are these are tools to reach this is the culture. Yeah. Like this is how we reach the culture. This is what where the culture is, and you can go in the middle of this of the of these stages, and in creative ways, you can preach the gospel. And because we say, oh, we don't do it that way. Well, it's not, it's about, it's, it's the content. It's not the form. It's the, it's the, you know, what you're saying, you know, what are you saying? Are you changing the message? Are you changing the gospel? No, that's off. We don't do that. But like, you, I don't know, you can preach while you're dancing on TikTok. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not wrong to do that, you know? And so just being creative in ways to be able to reach people, which is what we should have been doing all along. Right. Yeah. And so I, for me, it's, this has been like a wake up call and like push and it's pushed us into doing something that we wanted to do but we weren't doing and maybe we didn't realize that we could do it yet but it's just because there was no push you know what i mean and so we got pushed and we realized like oh we can do a lot of stuff you yeah. know we have microphones we have computers and sound systems and cameras and uh lights i mean we have we have a lot of equipment to be able to do a lot of stuff and if we don't have that then we have these we have cell phones yeah. and so there's really no excuse to be able to to be doing some type of content now yeah. and um so yeah, do, so do you feel like there is, has been a resistance? I mean, I know the answer to this already. Um, towards using social media, um, and just in the Christian community, not even just in missions. In, in missions, yeah, but in, in the church as well. Like, do you feel like there's been a resistance? During this process? Or no, 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 no. Just in, in general. general. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah, I think there, there's for. I mean, you obviously can see the churches that disagree with that because yeah, they're yeah. thriving in their their social media presence. But yeah. Um, but in 
historically, yeah, the church has been resistant. And I just think it's because it's it's not necessarily that we found ways that it's um, ungodly, but just because we're not equipped. We mm. haven't been equipped for it. And, and still, even today, where a lot of churches are putting out content on social media, they're still not equipped. You know, you have mm-hmm. the pastor doing the TikTok videos or you have um, the worship or youth pastor or worship leader or children's leader mm. um, editing the videos. It's like everyone's just kind of coming together to figure out um, how they can help. So without a specific person in charge um, and who's properly equipped to do it, I think churches are just like, well, who's going to do it? Why will we do it? Um, unless it's complete, unless it's an urgent need, we're just not even going to worry about it. That's not yeah. what we do. Like almost yeah. like the missionary says, I don't evangelize or almost like the children's pastor says, I don't do worship yeah. leading. You know, it's kind of like that is not my role and we don't have anybody to fulfill that role and or we don't have the funds to hire someone to fulfill it and do it well. So we're just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I just think a lot of people are just like, we've never done it this way. Yeah. This is not, oh, we don't do that. Oh, I miss the good old days. The good old, the original, when real church, when was real church? Oh, 1975. No, that wasn't real church. Like real church is in like 30 something AD. You know what I mean? Like that's real church. So if you want to be real church, then you go meet in the house and you put your little, your your dress on that they used to wear back then. And you, you know, you do all the, take your shoes off, put your sandals on and do all, you got to do all that stuff. You want to be real church. But Sometimes we start we idolize our our time, and so when anything is done different, then we demonize it and make mm-hmm. it wrong because we just don't want to adapt and it makes us feel uncomfortable. We don't know, we don't understand. What well, this TikTok? I don't TikTok. Huh? You're like, okay, that's great. However, like this is the language of the society, and I think if you get to that point, then maybe you should start, and you just refuse. Not to be on and do TikTok, but at least open to somebody in your church using it and reaching. Yeah. Um, then I think you probably need to start the process of what is it called? Uh, when the person that you trained up to raise you kind of takes it to your place, mm. because I, you're just going to kill it. You're just going to kill the church. Yeah. Because we're not going to conform. No, you're not conforming. You're not conforming. You're mm. you know you're transforming through a tool that the, the tool that you can use to reach people. Yeah. So I think some people also think that it's either one or the other. Like. You either read your physical Bible or you only read your cell phone, bi- yeah. the Bible on yeah. your app. You know, it's like, so we're not, we're not going to encourage Bible app reading because we want people to use their physical Bibles. Like, well, there's room for both. You yeah, can absolutely. bring your, your app, your church, your phone, sorry, to church if you don't want to carry your Bible plus your wife's Bible plus mm-hmm. your children who take their Bible to children's church, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, you don't want to carry in it out. I'm not, make, I'm not trying to make it like it's a a burden to take your physical Bible to church because yeah. no, no. I'm a fan of it. But but you can do, it can be either or. It's not replacing. We make it better. We make, we make things, we make it like one is better than the other. Or just the pages and blah. This is the original. It's not the original. When Jesus was going to, like he was not, he was pulling out Isaiah, the scroll of Isaiah 53. So he's rolling out the scroll and stuff. He's not, oh, uh, he doesn't have his little bookmarker. What's that little cord that comes in your Bible to mark your places? Like he doesn't have that. Doesn't make. Does that mean that the, a paper book Bible is bad? Absolutely not. It's great. It's a great tool. And what was the reason for that? It was innovative in the sense that it put all the books together in a way that you could carry it anywhere you went. Right. That's super innovative. And now what they've done is they've innovated more. 
is you can carry not just your Bible, but you can carry all your commentaries, different versions of the Bible. You can carry it all in your pocket now. You don't even get it's hands free. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that the scrolls are wrong or that we shouldn't use scrolls. It doesn't mean that the physical Bible is wrong and we shouldn't use physical Bible. But it also doesn't mean that, you know, using your cell phone or your tablet Bible or computer Bible is wrong when it's literally the same <laughs> version, word for word, you know, whatever. It's the same thing. And so it's like, well, we, I just think we focus on the wrong things and it's because we love so much our period. And we're going to get to that point when we get older, where we're going to be like resistant to, ah, I don't understand these kids. <laughs> and like, it's not like, oh, let me, how they're wearing their hats on backwards. Let me put my hat. It's not that, but it's just understanding where they're at and allowing them space to be able to be themselves with that while staying true to the gospel. Yeah. And, we're, and when we're talking about sin issues, that's different. But we've made these cultural sins to where now using Facebook is a, is a sin. It's not a sin. It's just that we're uncomfortable with it. And so now we're creating a completely different issues about uh, issue about me being God and really idolatry of me um, making you conform to my ideologies and my ideas and my comforts is really what the issue is. And so now, I mean, we're full blown idol worshipers at this point just because, you know, we don't like something. Mm. And it's just, you know, it, it, it's silly. And I think... <sighs> Yeah, it's it, it just holds us back, and there's a lot of dying churches that have that mentality. Yeah, yeah. I think there's as well. There's two more things I'd add on to that. Um, I think one of the pushbacks is, and I've been guilty of this, and we've been having mm-hmm. these conversations <laughs> over the last week. Is you see other people use social media. So oh, let's yeah. let's take TikTok for example. You see big churches or other churches that you don't necessarily agree with, or you don't really like them. As yeah. a whole, you see the way that they use TikTok and you just think, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to yeah. use, I'm not going to use TikTok because I don't know the way they like the way they use it. And, you know, th- some of those thoughts are fair. Like, I don't like going on TikTok and seeing a pastor get out of a Lamborghini. I don't yeah. think that sends yeah. the right message yeah, me at neither. all. I think you, that's a sinful way to use uh, TikTok. Yeah. Um, does that make TikTok sinful? Yeah. And I think that's a lot. It's trying to have that mentality and trying to distinguish, okay, just because I don't agree with the way that someone's using yeah, yeah. TikTok and I don't agree with the way that that church is outreaching using TikTok doesn't mean that I just slap banned over TikTok and say, no, as a church, we're not going to use TikTok because that church uses TikTok and I don't like that church. Um, I don't think that's the right way of looking at it. Yeah. Instead, it's looking at, okay, that church is using TikTok. They're reaching millions of people mm-hmm. with a message that I don't agree with. What if we use TikTok and reach millions of people with a biblical message? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so instead of just saying, okay, we're not going to do that, why don't you try and use it in a way yeah. that is God, godly and is sharing the gospel and, and is portraying the right images and things like that. Um, so I think we're, we're very quick to, as soon as we see someone we don't like using something, just labeling that whole thing yeah. as cancel it, push it off the table. Yeah. Um, another thing as well, I think is, um, one and, and like you were saying with the with the Bible on the phone and the Bible and paper, uh, one doesn't replace the other. And TikTok doesn't like making TikTok videos and outreaching via TikTok doesn't replace community outreach. Yeah, yeah. And then community outreach doesn't need to replace TikTok. Yeah. They can work hand in hand. Absolutely. So when things go back here, you know, and we're able to do gatherings again, mm-hmm. and we're able to get back out in the streets, we'll continue doing TikToks, but we'll also be doing Absolutely. the community outreach that we had planned to do last year and that we plan to yeah. do for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, some people might look at it and go, oh, why am I trying to reach people in another city via social media when mm. I can't even reach my neighbors? Well, you can do both. You yeah, know, absolutely. You can reach your neighbor. And we called the both. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can reach your neighbor, but we also have this incredible tool now of social media where we can also reach people mm-hmm. in other cities. So all of a sudden, if you have, um, like, yeah, might, I mean, it might come down to us as well, but uh, if you have students, 16, 17, 18-year-olds who have grown up in your church, 
now all of a sudden they've gone to another city to study, they can still stay in contact with your church via social media. Yeah, they absolutely. can still stay up to date with what you're absolutely. doing. They can still see your ser- services. Um, so there are different ways to use it, but yeah. yeah, it does. Just because you're now doing things online doesn't mean you stop doing things yeah. in your community. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, we're called to missions and evangelism. Evangelism is reaching people where you are. Missions is reaching people where you aren't. And I'm not again. Social media does not replace missions. However, if we are able to, with the gospel, challenge somebody via Instagram or Facebook or whatever, not so that they'll move and come to our church in Trinidad, but that they begin to really think, like, man. Am I a Christian? Mm-hmm. Am I a believer? I want to know Jesus. Let me find a church in my area because we do this for the church, mm-hmm. not for our church. It's for the church. And that's the difference between promoting your ministry, like you were saying before, is we shouldn't use it to just promote our ministry. We should use it to do ministry. And when you do ministry, you, you don't care which church gets the credit. You care that God gets the glory. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so if, 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 if this person that lives in Santa Cruz or if they live in Colombia or Belize or wherever, if they can watch any of our videos and it drives them to confessing their sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness and they give their life to Jesus and they go and join the church, mission accomplished. Hmm. We don't, but I think we're so addicted to seeing results though yeah. that we don't want to do all this other stuff because yeah. I don't get to see any results from yeah. that. But we're, we're sowing seeds, man. We're not, we're not the one that, it's a team effort. Hmm. This is this farming of Christianity or of cultivating is not just a one person thing. And we've, we've talked about this recently is we want to see Trinidad where we live. We want to see a change. But we're also not arrogant enough and not stupid enough to think that Trinidad can change just if we're the only ones doing something. And so we're trying to motivate and lift up other churches so that they, too, don't have to believe every single little thing that we believe. But we can all, for the glory of God, be working in our areas and to lift and promote all these different things. And so that Trinidad can be uplifted so we never find ourselves in this position again with no ICU doctors and with no all this other stuff and, you know, just ridiculousness. This should wake us up as a church and be like, okay, we need to reach people anywhere possible. And like you said, not replacing our, our, our local focus for an international focus or whatever focus, but also like in our definitely we are where we are. But definitely also if you all you have to do is do what you always do and be like this and hold the phone in front of your face. Why are you not doing that? I mean, it's it, it, I know some people it's strange or hard for them to do, but why, you know, why are we not doing that? Why are we not reaching? And again, I'm not, I, I can't say it enough, not saying forget about our neighborhood and whatever. We are the most, <laughs> we are the biggest neighborhood people, group of people that I, like, we all, that's all we ever talk about. And if you listen to the podcast, you know that. So by no means am I saying, oh, we, it's too small. No, by no means. We are absolutely physically uh, present and active here but definitely if we have a message that uh, is for everybody then let's give it to everybody he who has ears let him hear it you know and so i think for us that's that's our approach to using this stuff it's like well you know what is a person in spain why are you preaching to them they can't come to your church but they can go to a church Hmm. it's not about people coming to our church it's about people getting to meeting meeting jesus it's about people repenting of their sins and following Jesus and giving their lives to him. That's what it's really about. And for us, that, that's what social media use is about for us. And I think when we, and you see it a lot of missions as well, it's like, oh, I don't do that. And I, I, again, I get, but it's, it's what you said. It's like, oh, I don't do that because I see these young kids doing it and whatever. And TikTok is the great example that we've used a million times today. But it's because there's young people using TikTok and there's a lot of dances. And there's so many people like, I, I don't get on that. That's for kids. But yeah, we're not talking about being entertained by dances. We're not, we're not here to entertain or be entertained. We're here to share the truth and, to, and for transformation. 
We're not here to just be inspirational. We're here to be transformational. And so when we show up in any place, whether it be on TikTok or whether it be in the, in the, in the town square, then we need to be there as a transformational agent in whatever it is that we do. And we can do that now via technology, via Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's way too many for me to keep up with. Twitter, you know, whatever. You can speak. You have a stage all the time, and you can speak to the culture. You can speak life into a dying and hopeless culture, especially in times like this. In times like this when people are so hopeless and they really don't know what to do. Man, we should be speaking up. But we've used our platform, we've abused it, and the people that do use these things have abused it so much before, and they've said different things about what's going to happen, what's not going to happen, or like, I declare this, this virus dead. That was a big one that was happening here, is a lot of pastors came up and declared that the coronavirus is dead, and they used that platform for that, and here we are two months later, and there's more deaths than before. People declared that it wasn't going to touch, and they prophesied it wasn't going to touch Benny, where we live, Trinidad, Benny is the state or whatever we live in wasn't going to touch it and it didn't for 40 days or whatever it just took a long time and when it got here it we have the second highest amount of cases in the whole place and so now instead of saying you know what i missed it i was wrong like now they're they're quiet and they back up and so they're just you know they don't want to say anything because they were wrong and it's not happening and rudy sent me a meme actually about like it says i'm not gonna say names but it had a preacher and he's like hiding behind the curtain and it said waiting for coronavirus to be in so he can go back to having his healing services and it's like not that we don't believe in healing, but it's like, okay, well, this is the time, this is the moment, but what you've said and what you've been doing hasn't come to pass, so you go in hiding, and that's not, that's not what it's supposed to be. So you see it abused, too, right? You see people abuse it, and I think because of the abuse, that abuse, it pushes people towards, like, oh, I'm not, like you said, I'm not going to do it. Oh, we're not going to do it. We're not like them. But this is the time to step up on that stage mm. and be like, oh, no, we're going to speak truth. Yeah. We're going to tell the truth about it. And we're not going to attack this guy or that guy. It's not about that. We're going to speak truth. We're not trying to call out all the liars and whatever. It's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to speak truth and shed light because people have questions. Mm. People that were amening when they declared it dead. And these are all good intentions. We declared it dead and blah, blah, blah. Amen, amen. And then people are like, man, they're confused. This is what we talked about Sunday on our devotional. They're confused now. It's like, because, well, what do I do? Because they declared it dead and it didn't work. And so they're kind of like, and it's your chance to step up and, and talk about that James 1, 2 through 4 and that Romans 5, 3 through 5. You know, whenever trouble comes your way, count it all joy. God is growing you. Your faith is growing so that you can produce more results in the kingdom. You can be more fruitful and your faith can be more stable in him. And any storm that you go through, you won't let go because you've already been through a stronger story. You know, that's the whole point is to be stretched and whatever. We need more people speaking up with the true gospel message of that. And that's not. And so when we say, oh, I don't do that because Pastor X does that or Y, Z, whatever, well, they do that. We're also missing an opportunity to step in and share truth with people yeah. who are really looking and are really curious and confused about what the truth is, you know? Yeah. I think as well um, on the just not really the abuse side of things, but um, mm -hmm. I guess a difficulty that social media can bring to missions is misinformation. Absolutely. shared and going back so for example when the when the elections uh last year mm -hmm. happened and all the scandals came out and uh the country went into riot mode and things like that one of the uk politicians a uh, big name jeremy corbyn who was the leader of uh, the opposition party at the time um he came out and tweeted that his support was for the prime minister and that it was a it was a military coup and that you know the people mm -hmm. had just pushed him out and things like that um, obviously he's just completely oblivious to the whole situation yeah. what was actually happening here yeah. and he just thought oh, okay I better tweet this out 
tweeted it out and then all of a sudden I have messages yeah, from people exactly. being like well I heard that uh, you hey. kicked him out or that the military <laughs> took over and it's like no that's, <laughs> that isn't what happened um, yeah. and so it creates that dynamic as well of um, you know people who aren't in the situation all mm -hmm. of a sudden really feel like they're, they're the top person like yeah. oh I'm really in the know on this whole situation because yeah. they read four tweets yeah um, yes yeah, like, literally um actually but uh, he had a blue check <laughs> next to his name like so it had to be true so yeah so that creates just a, another interesting for, for missions especially uh, yeah dynamic of of that people following you via social media and things yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. um there's like the situation here in, in Trinidad is, is bad it's i mean they're not going to deny that however you definitely see people using it for their own, you know what I mean? Just for attention, I guess, to yeah. be a part of something and, and even overblowing it. It's kind of hard to overblow right now, but somehow people, people are still managing to do so. Like they had, somebody posted a thing and it was like a quote unquote prayer and it was like a, there was a graveyard and it showed all these souls like going up and it was like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of like these souls going up and it's like Trinidad or something. And I was like, guys, this is not, you know, it's overblowing something for yeah. your own gain or because it whatever i don't know whatever your motives are to get attention or to get sympathy or whatever mm -hmm. i just you know i i always undersell what's going on here because i'm not selling anything you mm -hmm. know what i mean and i don't want to like i live here these are my friends these are my church family my you know my neighborhood my neighbors and i don't want to prostitute them out just so that we can get a dollar or get more mm -hmm. money so i'm not going to go taking pictures you know we always talk about promoting dignity and stuff and not gonna go taking pictures of people on their deathbed just so I can send it to the states and say, "Oh, look how bad it is in Trinidad." Mm. And maybe, maybe I should talk more about it, but I don't, I don't, I don't feel because of that very thing you said is just like creating this wave of reaction mm. for one way or the other. I'm like, you know, and then I don't know. It's just it, it, it kind of irritates me. Obviously, I personally struggled before with um, social media because I was always afraid of being the one to spread misinformation, thinking yeah. in my wisdom yeah, and knowledge I was sharing something really deep and then it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> that is so awful. <laughs> yeah. Delete that. But someone's already read it, you know, and, and yeah. how did that affect that person? Or or on the other side is being afraid to confront a lie with truth. Not not calling someone out but 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 taking on the responsibility of correcting false information Absolutely. false doctrine be out of love right um and in fear of not wanting to offend the person who said the wrong incorrect thing and so i mean roman used to always tell me he's like the gospel itself is offensive like if you're doing the opposite of what god calls you to do it's going to offend you it's going to hurt you and so if you're speaking truth it's going to offend somebody you're always going to offend someone yeah. and it's like that's supposed to be free, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't help me. Now I know whatever I say, I'm going to offend someone. Yeah. And that, like, you're, yeah, you're right. And we didn't use social media a lot in the beginning and anything that we did because of fear of misrepresenting, right? Misrepresenting, misrepresenting the situation or the people that we love and care about. So we really didn't. I mean, for, the, for years, we barely shared anything on social media. I mean, compared to what we should have been sharing. Because we honestly, and like, there were times we were accomplishing a lot of stuff, but we just weren't sharing. <laughs> like, you know, God was really working. We just weren't sharing with it on social media because a lot of stuff was private and personal. And, you know, you don't want to exploit people mm. for, for raising money. Oh, send us more money because look at what God. And so we just silent. And then we came to the conclusion where we kind of like, okay, well, people need to know mm. what's going on. But we just need to figure out a, a balance because it was extreme right and extreme left. And it was like, okay, 
you know, or either we just felt like it was either oversharing and, and just damaging the people's dignity, uh, which it definitely can be. And you see that a lot, unfortunately, or not sharing. Those are the two options for us. And it was like, OK, guys, let's let's get this together and find a nice middle ground where people are still, dig- you know, um, dignity is still being restored and promoted. And, you know, we care about people. But at the same time, we're sharing two supporters and, and potential supporters like, hey, this is what God is doing in Bolivia and it, it deserves attention in that in that sphere or whatever. It's a very fine line to walk, you know, yeah. because some but there are still a lot of times where I just won't, I, I don't I just won't post it. I, just, I won't post stuff because it's like there's no way I can say it and then go like then I go back and act like this person was my friend or whatever. You know what I mean? And it's something in private or whatever. And like, I don't know, it's, it, it's still it's still something that I struggle with. But also understand that this is something we we should we, we need to use. Again, this is where people are. This is where people. And then, too, like just being honest with all the craziness going on. I mean, your guys politics political situation is a mess mm-hmm. our political situation is an absolute mess the one in bolivia is here which is our political situation again is an absolute absolute mess and so it's like there's all these just like hate and what hate in the name of jesus of course mm-hmm. but um name calling and mop, mock, mocking and mimicking like your post about something about children's church or about church or you know whatever is is a bright spot in the middle of that you know what i mean it's just give somebody something else to think about and that you know to focus on good things something good because you go to your timeline and you just see name calling and you see this and i'm not saying ignore issues because we need to confront issues we definitely believe in that but it definitely provides a bright spot for people to smile or to be happier to give thanks to god in the middle of their you know political war with their friends or ex-friends now or whatever you know what i mean just kind of bring your attention back onto while we're here mm. it's through the work of god and so i don't know i think it can it can work in that way as well mm. just being again it is being a light in darkness unfortunately sometimes that means even in the church you a light in the darkness voice of reason where <laughs> there's only unreasonable <laughs> thoughts or you know whatever mm. so i don't know so yeah, I guess. See, this is what happens <laughs> when y'all are just done talking. Y'all just stop talking, <laughs> and then like I'm left to like fumble, like uh, uh, oh yeah, like and I gotta jump back on around. <laughs> like, we can do a new thing now. We can all turn to the camera when yeah. we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I read a quote that says, "Wise people speak when they have something to say, and fools speak because they want to say something." Oh, I guess I'm a fool then. <laughs> oh, but I, deep, no. <laughs> but I only have to speak because all the wise people <laughs> have nothing. Yeah, to just say. sit here a, a silent podcast. <laughs> Just sit here in silence with wind blowing in the microphone or whatever for Jolie and Jalen to be on the next episode. No, I, I, I think it's a good talk, a good, a good thing to, to think about and definitely challenge ourselves. Because this isn't us like, yeah, you need to use social media. Because this is us talking to us. Yeah. Saying like, yeah, you need to use social media. Yeah. We, we've had this conversation. I mean, yeah. me, I've talked to Simon about using social media more. But like, even in that, like I... Not just using it more, but using it as a tool, you know, for the gospel and whatever more. But then for me, like, I, I haven't used it as much as I should. I mean, now re- now recently, again, because we've started stuff with the church or whatever, but we're just really starting to step into it. So it's not like we're professionals and telling everybody, like, hey, you need to, like, it's not that at all. It's honestly, the, for the person that says, I don't want to do that, I feel you. Like, I don't, you know, like, don't want to do it either, you know? Like, I, I, when I do the videos on Sunday, I, I'm getting used to it now. But I'm like, uh, like I don't want to do it, you know. I don't wanna mess up. Am I gonna look weird? Am I like, you know, this is so many things. Am I, is my Spanish gonna be off, or am I gonna mess some Spanish word up, which I have done, 
and say a curse word on accident or whatever, which I have done, not on the videos, but in real life. Um, you know, like there's so many different things. I don't want to do it, but it's not about me, you know. It's, and if this is a tool, if this is a door that God has opened for us to reach more people for his glory, not to be cool and not to give offerings and, you know, none of that stuff, not to get more likes and follows, but like just to get the word out and to encourage people and to really uh, point people to a God. Again, it's not an inspirational God, but a transformational God. And if we can do that on this platform, then so be it. Mm. You and, know. And a lot of time, I mean, if we could really look at it as a ministry ministry tool, like you said, but also as a communication tool that goes both ways. Like it could be so powerful because mm -hmm. you can put a message out there and say, hey, we have a few people in our church today that are going to be dedicated to praying for your, your needs. Yeah. Please send us a message. People are wanting prayer. People are wanting God, you know, and, and so that is just a way for us as a church to communicate with people who will never probably yeah. never walk through your doors, who will never pick up their phone to call pastor and say, man, I need so I need help right now. Or, yeah. or man, my family is starving. We don't have any, any food. Can you all help us out? Um, so just making, uh, the lines of communication a little bit easier for someone who might not ever, yeah. ever consider calling someone for help. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's just a great tool, man. And it's not even just a tool. It's just the language of, of a society now. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, people's grandmas are on TikTok. I mean, on uh, Facebook. <laughs> yeah. My grandmother's on Facebook. You know what I mean? It's just that that's what it is. It's you're on Facebook now. And so your grandfather. <laughs> yeah. But the, but they use it. They, they use do. it. They go live and stuff like yeah. they, they're learning. Like this is a tool they that do. we can use. And the people watch their stuff and like interact and like they have more interactions than we do. No, they're doing great. I mean, they promote their community. Um yeah. Their community food bank. Yeah. Um, and or like the outreach. They have like, they get food out on yeah, Saturdays. Letting or people know like, hey, we're here to serve you. And people respond to it because, you know, they, they're presenting a, a, what is it? Not a need. They're, they're just saying, if you have a need, we have an answer for yeah. you. Come and get it, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, cause they can promote it on Facebook or they can promote it in a newspaper and two people show up. And those are the people that already go to church there and already knew what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so you can stick to what you, what you know and what you like and what you're comfortable with. But I mean, <laughs> if you're really doing this for the glory of God and reach people, then we need to stretch ourselves and, and push ourselves in the areas and spaces that are uncomfortable sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. And like we say, send me Lord, I'll go. Send me where you send me. He says, open an Instagram account. <laughs> like, Oh no, not there. Not Instagram. <laughs> you know? But that is, I mean, again, it doesn't replace missions, but this is, this is a, these are in a weird way. These are places now. Like, in, in a, again, I'm not saying, oh, I'm an Instagram missionary. No, 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 you're not. No, you're not. Like, that's not what you Thanks are. Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah. Oh, cause you, because you already, you know. already know. You know, it's, you, like you already know what's coming. Well, like, it, drives support me. Me. it drives me crazy is to go onto a, a social media account and see the person's name. And it's just like prophetess. So and so, so and so. No, your name is not prophetess. <laughs> That's what, like, yeah, I don't, people, like, people here, I, I'm not a title person, man. People here will call me pastor all the time, and I'm like, Ramon, 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 no, Ramon, ah, okay, pastor. Like, no, I'm not pastor, I'm Ramon. It's like, well, and then somebody asked me just recently, I guess we were talking via, because I haven't seen anybody besides you guys, but uh, why don't you like people to call you pastor? Because my mom named me Ramon. That's not, I mean, I'm not against if somebody else likes the title, but that's not my name. So why you need to call me that? So I'm not going to put Pastor Ramon Gore on Facebook anytime soon. It's, it's, I'm not against it if other people do it. I just, that's not my name. So I don't feel obligated to, 
to push that. <laughs> Anyways, that was a sidebar. Yeah, that was. Nothing to do with nothing. Over there. It just made me. Th- well, you, I no. know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not saying. <laughs> like, you trying to throw me. <laughs> I'm you, I made that comment. You derailed the train and go get mad at me <laughs> when it crashes. Like, what? <laughs> Good grief. Anyways. So, big week coming up for anybody? Yeah. More quarantine? Are you, have, you, have you had enough of quarantine? Are you just done with it? Uh, yes. <laughs> it was a difficult one because it's kind of like when this ends, it's like, yeah, we can go out and we can do the things. But I hate going out now. <laughs> I, I hate going downtown <laughs> because it's just, you're just, you're scared, it's, you're yeah, anxious, it's, it's, you don't want to touch, like talk to anyone. You, like when you're giving change, you're like dropping yeah, it into yeah, people's like hands. throwing it. Yeah, you're like, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, and, you, and it's like when someone doesn't, <laughs> yeah. when someone, like yesterday I was out and someone didn't stand two meters behind me and I felt so uncomfortable. Like she just came up and I was just like, I'm just going to move forward a little bit. Just really, uh, and so it's like, yeah, I'll be excited when quarantine's over, but I'm, I'm not going to go out. You know, I'm not yeah. suddenly going to go down to the park or go hang out in the plaza and things yeah. like that. So we're going to start calling you Bubble Boy. Yeah. There's a movie way back. Have you, just, you heard it or seen the movie? No, I haven't. I think that he had a sickness or something. The movie was Bubble Boy and he had to be in this bubble and like it was huge and he couldn't like I think it was a comedy if I remember correctly but you couldn't get close to him or whatever hmm. yeah, yeah but yeah it's I, my day to leave is tomorrow and I get like I get anxious in the morning like I, it's not I'm not afraid but it, you know you just hmm. you know you're going out and there's a chance that you could get sick and that's yeah, just yeah. a weird feeling you know what yeah. I mean like it's just a very weird mm-hmm. feeling and so but I mean we do what we do we pray and we take precautions and I mean that's what we can do and so do that and yeah and then that's it. So yeah, anything else? You? Me what? Anything else? Oh, to add. No. I'm Did okay. you not hear me say that before? <laughs> I said you. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> this is <laughs> Melinda did good. No acting. If she looked at the camera, she would have been acting. So it's our first video podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We appreciate you. We appreciate your support. And um yeah, uh, we're praying for you. We know that everybody's going through a tough situation uh, right now all over the world. And a lot of decisions being made, whether you're a business owner or a worker or a pastor or whatever. There's a lot of um, big decisions being made. And there's a lot of temptation to make make it like those decisions aren't big decisions, right? But they're very big decisions. So we're praying for you and just pray that the Holy Spirit leads you in everything that you do and every decision that you make. And that he also keeps us uh, healthy and safe and protects us as we... Um, deal with this stuff that's going on now but also please pray for us and um not just us at this table but pray pray for us as 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 bolivia and as uh people in trinidad and so on and so forth there's a lot of need here and so um yeah just keep us in your prayer and so yeah really appreciate you listening thanks for your support and we'll see you next week provecho